This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Inked and Geeked. Come on out and see us. You can party with the Inked and Geek girls at the official after parties. Also, there's going to be four days of nonstop tattooing, art, and cosplay. Over $500 in cash prizes and awards for cosplay contests. Also, Geek Goddesses, Burlesque Show with special guests and host Gothic Sushi will be there. Miss Comics and Miss Tattoo Fest Beauty Pageant on Sunday. Also, there'll be tattoo contests and awards. Celebrity horror film guests like Tony Mora, Jay LaRose, John Dugan, Robert Lasardo appearing in films such as Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, Human Centipede 3, and Saw. And artists from hit TV shows like Sci-Fi's Face Off and Ink Masters. And the pro wrestler Golden Links himself, Lince Dorado from the WWE. Also, the be comic and tattoo vendors and photo ops with guests and more. Also appearing Geeked and Ink Girls, Brie Bangarang, Brianna Blackfire, Bailey Bay Cosplay, Daisy Chang Cosplay, Emily Ostrom, Ivy Cosplay, Little Ludus, Murder Doll Ivy, Rage Cosplay, Siren Croft Cosplay, Sushi Yvette, and your host, Gothic Sushi herself, Maria Saber. And that's all going down March 16th through the 19th, 2017 at the Bradington Area Convention Center. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. And what, what do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com, pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce and Hello, Antoinette. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let us inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And let's do so on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack, and I have my partner in crime, my co-captain on this wild ride. Deuce. What's going on, man? Hey, man. We're the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We're a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. Yes, sir. And as always, we've got our amazing sponsor, Grove Roots, with us with a beer on tap tonight. You can find them at groveroots.com and facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing. 
And tonight, what we have on tap is we got the Sinker Cypress Porter, American Porter with a 6.0. Also, what we're sipping on at the moment, which is a Rind and Shine Belgian Whip with Tangerine at the 5.4%. And what we're going to be sipping on a little later is the Squeeze to Meet You Grapefruit Pale Ale at a 5.2, which I I am going to go out on a limb and say I think Rind and Shine is your favorite. My favorite, drinking. absolutely. Yeah. I could drink a whole bottle of it. Yeah. Which you almost have. <laughs> so uh, you were doing pretty good on that tonight. Also, don't forget to check out the $7 beer flights where you can get four or five out samples. Uh, also, what they've got right now, which is really cool, it's called a cow named Moo, and they're handcrafted oh, ice cream sandwiches. Dude, those are so good. I oh, can't man. I can't wait. You, they've got four different flavors. they got the Fat Elvis, which is fresh banana ice cream. Oh, yeah. Canadian bacon on peanut butter and cookie. They got Sailor's Chocolate, which is dark chocolate whiskey ice cream on a, yes, sea, salt, on a sea salt double dark chocolate cookie. They've got Two Brews Custom Stout Ice Cream, which is made with Grove Roots' own 6 a.m. pickers. Oh, I love it. Yep. Beer, it's so great. And, and Patriot Roast Coffee on a chocolate cookie. And then they've got the Strawberry Buttermilk, which is a roasted strawberry buttermilk ice cream on a soft shortbread cookie. Uh, make sure you check them out. And also don't forget, right around the corner, they're dropping the new Imperial IPA. Yes. I'm super excited I'm about pumped. that. But it's going to be small batch. Like I think they're only making like a like, limited run, yeah. like two kegs, limited edition. Yeah, so, so you need to get after it, folks. Listening, yeah. we love Grove Roots. We do love. How Grove do we find Roots. Grove Roots on the internet? You can find them at facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and groveroots.com. And speaking of things we've been loving on lately is that Horizon Zero Dawn has been a lot of fun. So I want we, we both got it Tuesday. So I kind of want to hear what your first impression is. Because, guys, for you guys at home, this is going to be more like – this isn't a full review. This is like a first look. Because I said I put in about four hours. I think you said you put in about two or three. Correct. So yeah. we haven't put in a ton, a ton of this time. This is like a it. first look, like a preview. Yeah, I guess, like a preview. You, and we'll, yeah. we'll give a fuller uh, in-depth review later. But I want to get your <sighs> first – like out the gate because it came out February twenty eighth Tuesday and we're literally taping yesterday literally yesterday as the ta- as it's taping it's it's March first for those at home uh, pull back the curtain uh, Horizon Zero Dawn it's a little bit of story uh, it is uh, a new franchise new property done by Gorilla Studios the people who were behind the Killzone games uh, very popular series but they decided that they wanted to kind of reinvent themselves, change it up, not just be known for the Killzone guy, not just being like, that's what we're known for. Great series of games, but they wanted to kind of branch themselves out, and they actually wanted to make themselves a little bit more, um, uh, I don't know, more emotional, more like impact, you know, like hit the gamers hard uh, uh, in an emotional, poignant way. Uh, And Horizon Zero Dawn is fantastic so far, what I've played. Uh, it looks it's probably one of the best looking PS4 games like it even looks better than Uncharted I was like oh, I yeah. didn't know how I didn't know they could do better than Uncharted 4 but this looks gorgeous this game I looks think it's amazing. the best looking game to date in my it opinion it looks amazing yeah. I mean and it runs smooth and, and we're playing them on our regular PS4s they have yeah. a, a PS4 Pro HDR patch. patch mode that you could put on there if you have a PS4 Pro but even on our regular HDs, our regular PS4s, they look great. Oh, they look phenomenal. I've yet to play a game that looks that good on my PS4. Well, it's just the frame rates are great. Like, the cutscenes are are seamless in between. Um, and the gameplay loop is fantastic. There's always missions and things. And just to give people a basic idea, you know, without spoiling it, this is kind of in the trailers. You're you're a girl named... Uh, Alloy. Or, well, it looks spelled Alloy. It's Aloy, Aloy. But I think they did that on purpose because yeah. it looks like Alloy. We're talking about metal and stuff. Yeah. Uh, her name is Aloy, and she's an outcast. And uh, her surrogate father um, is not really her father, but uh, r- uh, Roast. Roast? 
yeah, Rost. Uh, he's he's pretty much like your you know stepdad in a way, and um, he trains you and teaches you. And there's a cool moment in there in the very like the first hour how he's training you and stuff, and they do a montage, really really cool. Uh, but the actual mechanics are great. It kind of reminds me the gameplay kind of reminds me of Watch Dogs meets uh, like Tomb Raider a little bit huh. meets uh, what, what 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 do you yeah, think? Yeah, I, I guess you're right because originally I would have said Watch Dogs. I would have probably said like Far Cry Four meets. Well, I see the Far Cry uh, Four kind of uh, Tomb Raider, but you're right because you've got that. You get it, it like your first mission, guys. Yeah. So this is like five minutes in. She's wearing this, it in the She in gets the, the earpiece, and yeah. the earpiece lets her like interact with the computers and see stuff. So I could kind of get the watchdog vibe there. Yeah. Which at the beginning that thing was pissing me off. I'm like, fuck this piece of shit. Yeah. And then I was like, oh no, you've got to. You got to have it. If yeah. you don't use it, you just get just it, boned. It's a cool. It's it's. You know, Brandy Brandy likes to watch me play like these these story based games, and this one was definitely a departure from Killzone. Killzone's like very you know action oriented and all this, and this has action too. But this is a very emotional story they're trying to weave as well, and you actually care about the characters and caring about their struggles. And and uh, our third member, she she likes to watch when I play those type of games because she gets the story uh, elements out of it. Um, and she didn't have to play it, but she can watch me play it. Right. Uh, but it's this awesome combination. Like you, yeah, you have melee attacks and all that stuff, but you can you, your bow and arrow combat is your main like your main combat. Uh, and then you you know you have melee attacks as well. Uh, and then the way you take things down, the way you upgrade arrows is really cool. A crafting system. I think they kind of got the crafting system idea. Uh, well, crafting's been around forever in games, but they kind of, for me, it feels kind of like The Last of Us crafting a little bit, where you grab the little pieces and then yeah. you're crafting it. There's a lot like that, but I also like how they've got, like, with the bow, because I found it last night. It's got, like, a rune system where you, yeah, can, you like, can add upgrades you can add to it. Upgrades to yeah. it with, like, kind of like runes in some other games, yeah. which I was like, okay, that's cool. And I like um, I like the crafting system. It, it took me a little while to figure the crafting system out. The only complaint I have so far is the trading system sucks. Like, I need to probably play it more, and maybe I'll get better at it. But, like, trying to trade with the guy for the Tripcaster, I'm like, this is a giant pain in the ass. Yeah, but, that wasn't fun. No. But uh, but the world's interesting because you're an outcaster. Anyone you see is a part of the tribe. So, essentially, just to give a little bit of story about what the game's about, this is just within the first minute. Uh, a lot of it's in the trailer that you see. She, you, it's a post-apocalyptic world, dystopian world, where it, our world—it looks like our world—that's gone, that's in the future, but everything has gone to shit. Like something happened, yeah, some a bomb or something, and you see like remnants. You see like people, statues of cowboys on horses, and you're like, man, that this is our world, but yeah. way in the future. We yeah. don't know how far, but it's in the future. You're like, but it's all like everything's grown Overgrown, over. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And you had you kind of get this kind of uh, Assassin's Creed vibe a little bit, you know, uh, in the area that we won't talk too much about, but like yeah. the scientist area. Yeah, yeah. It's very like, all right, what's going on here? There's, there's, because obviously, you watching the trailers, you got to be like, all right, well, if this whole tribe of people, like hundreds of people, over generations have been living together on, and hunting their own food, like there has to be people creating these robots. Yeah. So you have to like or obviously something. something is creating these Maybe robots. It's like the Matrix. Maybe. Maybe. Like, like the computers got sentient, and then they made the robots. It's and, true. We don't you know. know. We have we no idea. We don't know because but, we haven't played. But the far cool thing yet. is, is like you have that. You have, you have the two arcing stories going on. You have the story with uh, Aloy, uh, Aloy, uh, which is yeah. which is it is right. It is like a play on alloy, yeah. which is like metal. You know, uh, but uh, 
you have her story going on with Rost, and then you have them their stories going on with the tribe because they're both outcasts. And if she if she gets past the proving, which is like their their uh, enlightenment, like their coming of age coming ceremony, of age, yeah. like once you get so old, you can get in this thing called the proving. Yeah, and then basically it's like a bunch of the kids like do all these tests together, and whoever does the best gets a boon from the the great and they, magic arc yep. and she she'll grant him any any, w- any wish yep. basically and her wish is it's to meet her biological mother well to find out her biological mother right so I mean, which is weird we don't yeah. really even know what that's all about uh but we just know there's something different about her something because even the even the old elder tribe uh ladies are like there's something off about her yeah. uh and and even her hair i don't know if I, we've met anyone else that has like the red hair the, the feathery red hair right her yeah. hair is very feathery right uh so but the game is gorgeous it runs super smooth the music is amazing for orchestral score it's fantastic but i like that they have like all these side missions because like i'm doing like both me and johnny like we said this is a really kind of rough preview we're right Right. at the beginning but i did two side missions like right off the bat the one where you find the 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 parts for the fire arrow and then you go no no, no. i found a guy that busted his leg up and i helped his daughter oh okay i haven't got to that okay okay so that's cool i ran this guy and he's like hey um my leg's all busted up me and my daughter were going and fighting some of these robot monster things. Yeah. And she lost her mother's spear. Well, her mother died, so she really wants a spear back. Yeah. So he's like, find my daughter. So you go find his daughter, and you bring his daughter back to her. And his daughter's like, I really want the spear. So then you got to go back and fight this fucking group of, like, robot monsters to get the spear back and get that. So I did that side quest. And That's then I, cool. I haven't even run into that yet. Yeah, and then I found another one where I met this lady up on a hill, and she's like, my brother got killed by bandits, and I need you to, like, go... Like figure out what happened, and I'm in the wow, middle of that one. Wow, I didn't now. even get to any of these side quests yet. That's and I was wow, that's interesting. Well, I just was kind of like I really was kind of dragging ass because you didn't want to go to the the lady for the for the parts. Or I, di- I didn't want to do that, and the other thing was like, and actually, I was doing this last night before Kutaku put the article up, but they put the cart the article up today, and they said you want to over level. Like if it says you need to be level four, you really probably want to be level six because right. they're like. Whoever decided what level you need to do these missions at was not very generous. Very generous. Yeah. So I was like, so well, the best way yeah. to level up is to do side quests to grind a little bit, but so it's not too. It's not super grindy, but it is. It is like, it is interesting because the very beginning, you you look at these. Uh, what do they call them? Keepers, whatever they're called. Well, the, there's different ones. There's seekers. There's seekers, trackers. Tra- there's yeah. Each each one of the robot dinosaur things. Yeah. Have a different name. They do, and, and they're they all, all different weak spots. Right. Yeah. But it's cool how, like, in the very beginning, you're the, you're the little girl, and you're just, like, you're they look so strong, and then you're, yeah. like, taking them out. It's pretty cool to see progression. Did like, you get your bullet time yet? Yes, yes, The yes. bullet time is cool. It's awesome. Basically what it is you is get upgrades. It's, you have, yeah, yeah, it slows down time when you're shooting a bow, but you get upgrades. They call it concentration or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. So I, that was one of the first ones I got. And, oh, here's the cool thing about side quests, too. So, like, when I went and got the guy's spear that is – wife made who died he's like well i'm not as good a spear maker as her but i'm a pretty good spear maker here let me help you out and like he improved my spear at like damage by 10 percent. oh really yeah that's so cool. it was like like not only did i get some xp i did that and you get other- perks for yeah it. yeah and then i found out if you kill the robot dinosaurs you get xp but also if you kill the animals running around you get xp like i killed a boar. oh you serious yeah i killed oh, a boar i killed I a rabbit i killed a fox i killed a, a turkey 
And then also when you get to the stuff off of them, yeah. you'll get stuff that I'm like, what is this? It's like fatty meat and stuff like that. You can use that to make potions. Ah. And then you can make potions to use uh, to like cool. help refill your life and stuff too. See, so. I didn't even know about it. Yeah. I, I didn't even know about the real animals. You see them walking around because it literally. The first one I saw, I shot that motherfucker. Like, I just, <laughs> and he died, and I'm like, what? And I yeah. walked up to it. It's like, here's a rabbit pelt, and I'm like, oh, oh. deuces <laughs> on the loose. Bye, thumper. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, exactly. And then I shot a turkey in the ass, and then I shot. Uh, that I, sounds like a Tuesday night. <laughs> we call that Tuesday in Polk County. I yeah. shot a turkey in the ass. Yeah. So I, I blew him away, and then I then I saw a boar, and my inner redneck came out, and I'm like, I'm like that motherfucker up. Yeah. So you, I let him. You up. hate the Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, we we, we killed, don't like Alabama yeah, Razorbacks. Roll t- Oh no, yeah. that's Arizona Razorbacks. Alabama's uh, roll tide. They're the elephants, aren't they? Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, That's you're right. thinking of the Arizona Razorbacks. But, yeah, I, I killed that motherfucker, too, because I was like, Polk County style. Bip, bip. Yep. Goodbye. Good night. But so what Deuce and I are trying to say is, like, we're, we're only, like, a couple, few hours in. Yeah. And it's knocking our socks off. We can't wait to play. I heard it's, like, a 20-hour campaign, so you get a good amount of I think it's time. bigger than that because that map looks fucking huge. It does. And I like how the map is laid out, too, because it's you have your simple, like, simple quest path that you can follow. But then you can just deviate from it, yeah. and and also the map is really cool looking because it has like the the two D like legend, you know, like where it tells you where things are. Yeah. But you're on a three D map, so yeah. it looks three dimensional. It, it's really cool looking, so it's easier to differentiate between where you're going. Uh, it it's, it makes it just a little bit easier to see what you're doing. And, you're and the waypoints I like; those are really nice. Yeah. I like how they've got all those campfires for the save station are good. And then also I found if you go and light a fire at the uh, at the uh, fire, fire, not fireplace, the the campfire, you can use those as fast travel. Fast points. travel, yeah. Which so is I was very like, helpful. that's gonna be nice later when it's like, oh, go do this. Now I may still just go ahead and go Ex- get XP and just stuff. get XP because all the stuff you kill, you're getting. Because I noticed, like, even when I killed like Thumper, I got like five XP, and when I killed the right. the Warthog, I got like fifteen. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's a little bit of XP, but every little bit helps in games like that. So. Which, I mean, I never played Skyrim, but I think it's kind of got a Skyrim feel kind of to it, too, on the way you can level up. Yeah, it's it's definitely have Archie... It definitely has RPG elements, which is awesome. Uh, I want to talk about the voice acting, how fantastic the voice acting oh. is. Uh, English voice acting, really well done. And I just... Like you, it, it's more emotional than I thought it was going to be, Deuce. I thought I thought it was going to be more well, action based. As soon as it like started, I'm like, oh, this is going to get Johnny because it's about a guy and his daughter. I'm like, oh, Johnny's fucked. Yep. Like Johnny. Yep. Yep. I, as soon as like the first two minutes were over, I'm like, Johnny. But I was really, you know, and I don't know if we ever go back to her because I, I we're only three hours in. But like, it'd be cool if we got more flashbacks in the future of her as, as a, a young kid? girl. Because the girl, the little actress that did her, it was fantastic. And yeah. the motion capture on her face. Yeah. I was like, man, they've come a long way with that stuff. It yeah. looked really, really good. They did a really, really good job on that. Any any parting thoughts before we move on to our next game of the night? Um, I just, I just, I think it's if you have a, it's also a PS4 exclusive. Let's make sure we clarify that it is a PS4 exclusive. And I think what's so great about you and I is that we have both Xbox and PS4. We're lucky that we're able to have both, so we don't really miss on any exclusives really. Um, and of course, well, we'll talk about the Switch another time, but. Whenever that happens. I'm definitely getting the Switch, so the good thing is between the two of us, one we'll of have us will, all three right. major systems. So the good news for you guys 
as Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce listeners, is um, you'll be able to kind of see everything that's going on. And don't forget to follow us on uh, Twitter at HH Podcast Show because, like, you were putting up, like, some Screen, of the – you the, were screenshotting stuff last night, and it looked really, really, really good, cool. right? Yeah, yeah. So, so go to our Twitter. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be pr- doing, like, a, a – a, a, not, not a video journal, but a photography journal. Of, you might even Twitch it some, yeah, maybe. I might even Twitch it, yeah. Twitch.tv forward slash Happy Hour Podcast. Go on there as well. But I was like, it, it, they have a photo mode in the game. Let's talk about that real quick. Awesome. Like, anywhere you want, you can just stop the game, hit photo mode, and then you can tweak the surroundings, pan it, and all that stuff. And you get some really cool shots of the game and the world. It really, like, exemplifies how wonderful the graphics are in this game right. and how beautiful the game is. Like, literally, and I didn't put any filters on. You can put filters to get all Instagram crazy if you want. But, like, the shot that I have uh, that I first put on our, our Instagram, or our, our, uh, oh, it was on Instagram and Twitter, uh, it was just very beginning of the game. It was it was uh, Aloy and Aloy and uh, R- Ross standing and looking up at the sun, and I and I'll, it was like it was almost like I screen capped it. It it just it looked amazing. The sunlight coming through it was gorgeous, and I had to like just share it. So uh, stay tuned for those. I'll be, I'll be uh, uploading and sharing those to the Happy Hour page. So for all you fans out there that want to see how beautiful the artwork is, I'll try to keep it spoiler light. I won't yeah. be doing any major spoilers in it, but. Uh, that's probably the last thing I'd say is like have fun with it, man. I that mean, and definitely I've got to re- recommend going and picking it up because I've yet to see it score less than a nine. It's been well. Yeah. It's been like it's probably going to be, and I know it's early in the year, but it's probably going to be game of the year, game contender. of the year contender for yeah, sure. For sure, yeah. So definitely stay tuned. Uh, and who knows what they'll do? I didn't buy the DLC packs or, or the uh, is, was there a season pass for it? I don't think. To be honest with you, I don't know because I didn't buy the season pass or even look into it. Now. Which, one thing I'll talk about before we go to break, I want to bring up, <coughs> and this is hashtag not sponsored. Yeah. Um, Best Buy is fucking amazing, man. Like, I I got this game, and I also got Halo 2 off of Best Buy. And the one thing... Halo I, 2 Wars. Or Halo Wars 2, sorry. Yeah. Um, I Two things I love. One, I didn't know until I found out. You can actually pay with stuff with your PayPal account. And you don't have to have, like, a PayPal... Uh, credit card. You just put your your PayPal email address in there, and it took the money right out of my PayPal account, paid for it, which is awesome. And I got both games the day they were released. And here's the other cool thing. Now, of course, you get some stuff for the game that's like downloadable content, where they would send me, "Hey, here's the email. Um, here's your code. If you pre-order, if you pre-order, like your pre-order bonus stuff." But like for my Halo Wars two, I got this cool loot crate action figure, and they actually mailed that to my house too. And I got it the day the game came out. So I'm like, this is awesome. So literally, That's I got awesome. everything I I would have gotten if I had went to the store and picked it up. And I got it the day the game released. And it, you know, it's awesome. So guys, if you're not a part of the Gamers Unlock Club at uh, Best Buy, you should be. You get 20% off of new games. And um, they'll send it to you right to your house. And because you get free two-day shipping, like, it didn't cost yeah. me anything to get shipped. So I definitely recommend it. And what we recommend is getting our bills paid. So we're going to yep. take a quick break and be right back with more Happy Hour and Johnny and Deuce. This following episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by this amazing sponsor. Recon 2017 is coming up in early May. Hosted by Historical Miniatures Gaming Society, South Chapter. This weekend-long all-gaming convention runs from Thursday, May the 4th through Sunday, May the 7th. The show will be held at the Park Inn by Radisson Resorts and Conference Center on U.S. Highway 192, almost next door to Disney. There will be nine four-hour sessions of gaming across the weekend focusing on historical war games, 
but also including fantasy and sci-fi war games, role-playing games, and even some board games for a total of well over 100 different game events. Special guest for the convention is writer and game designer Howard Whitehouse, who will be running a couple of games of his own and also joining a few others as a fellow player. There will be over 300 gaming hobbyists with whom to share a table and about a dozen and a half vendors on site ready to commit commerce in a wild and woolly Friday night flea market packed with great deals. Don't miss out on a great weekend of gaming in our own backyard. For more information, including pre-registration and hotel reservations, visit hmgs-south.com. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Buster Cherry Tattoo and Boutique, award-winning artist, pinup and pop culture specialist, tattoo and piercing, permanent and temporary makeup, hottest styles of vintage clothing, and much, much more. Find them in Bradenton, Florida and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Buster Cherry Tattoo at 606 Manatee Avenue, Bradenton, Florida, 34205. And what's their number, Deuce? Give them a call at 941-725-4045. That's Buster Cherry Tattoo and Boutique. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. And we're back with a happy hour with Johnny and Deuce, and we want to talk about our good friends at AG Productions. The perfect for parties, weddings, bar mitzvahs, quinceaneras. Also, keep an eye out for their upcoming film, The Corridor. And you can see them at Inked and Geeked. So you want to check them out, facebook.com forward slash A-G-I-A-T-T Productions, P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N-S, L-L-C on the face space. Also, don't forget to check out Michael Carey Art, and that's Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, Carey, C-A-R-E-Y, Art, A-R-T dot com, and Facebook.com, forward slash Michael Carey dot art. Check out his amazing arts and prints. He does amazing commissions, guys. Like, if you want a piece done for your house, talk to him. He's doing one for me. It's going to be fucking fabulous, guys. I cannot, like, I've got his artwork in my living room. It's great stuff. Also, he's going to be at Megacon this year, and you don't want to miss that. And speaking of things you don't want to miss, you don't want to miss out on Ghost Recon Wildlands that is coming out really, really soon. Actually, I believe it's coming out the day we're dropping this episode, yep. Tuesday. Um, I got to play the beta. Beat, I literally beat the beta. I did everything, side missions, everything in the beta. It was awesome. So, Johnny, I'm going to throw it to you so you can kind of okay. play questionnaire. Yeah, sure. Me. So, what is the basic premise of, of the game? Can you play by yourself? Yes. How does that work? How did that work is this. So, kind of the basic story. You don't go down to Bolivia, and you are a ghost recon agent. So, you're like super uber Navy SEAL badass. Um, and what I like is you get to make your own character make it look how you want. Like, I made a girl, and, like, you can totally customize everything, customize all your gear. Looks awesome. So, you get to Bolivia, and they're basically like, we got this huge drug cartel we got to take down. But you can't start at the top. You got to start at the bottom and, like, start taking out like people that handle the distribution people that handle making the drugs people that you know just like there's different like 
it's like a big pyramid, but you got to work your way up the pyramid. You know what I'm saying? So you get there and you do that and you get your squad. There's three. You can play it four player co-op if you want online. There's no split screen online or at home, which is the only thing kind of sucks. But if you're playing it by yourself, which I did for 90% of it, you've got a squad with you and you can kind of just tell them what to do. And they actually, nine times out of ten, did pretty well. So it's an AI squad, essentially. AI squad. Yeah. Which, that was one of the funniest things. I go and do the first mission. I get in the truck to leave, and nobody got in the truck. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm out of here. So I just rode off, and then they magically all appeared in the truck. <laughs> and I'm like, awesome. So for then on, every mission, like, as soon as I got in the helicopter, I left. I'd leave their ass here. I'd be like, bye, bitches. I'd be like, Burr. And just peel yeah. it out, and they like they magically pop back in the helicopter, yeah. the jeep, or whatever I was in. But like, <coughs> the single player was awesome. Like I never had a problem single player wise. Like they always kind of pulled their own weight. So was there missions, or was it just like this is an online area, and you just do whatever you need to no, do? Think of it like, think of it like Far Cry meets Grand Theft Auto meets Ghost Recon because it's a third person shooter, but it's like totally open world. So you could do it however you want to do it. Like, because prime example, the first area I did all the side quests. And then, like, basically there'd be, like, two or three little missions to get you to whatever the big bad was for that area, right? So then I'd do the, all those missions in a row. Well, once I did all that for the first area, I went to the second area. By complete and utter accident, I stumbled upon the base where the big bad was. And I killed him. And so it's like... Thanks for playing Ghost Recon Wildlands. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and so then I just went and did all the side quests, like, for That's fun hilarious. just to keep playing it. But it was one of those things where I just stumbled upon this guy, and I'm like, fuck this. I'm knocking this guy out. And then, like, we killed him, and they're like, you killed, you know, so-and-so. That's you, hilarious. You win. And I'm like, what? So That's funny. You know, so you can play it any way you well, want. Let me, let me, and obviously when the game comes out fully, we'll go into more details. But there, there's been some issues with very multiplayer centric games that fall yeah. off the wayside. Yeah. Look at the other Tom Division. Pla Division is another one but also the one where they're in like a house what's that one Rainbow called? Rainbow Six but here's the thing with Rainbow Six it's gotten a second life man like it's Has bounced it? back. Has it? I haven't oh, yeah, heard anybody dude. playing it. Yeah like a lot of people are playing it like they're saying it's going to be almost like the new Counter-Strike like a lot of esports are picking it up now. Okay because I actually, haven't heard anything Yeah about they're it. actually they did a whole first season of like DLC and now they're on the second season so like you had to buy one season pass for all this stuff and now you've got to buy a second season pass for all the new stuff they're dropping so yeah because they had a free play weekend for it the other weekend and I said you know what I'm gonna play it and I played it and I loved it and I should have picked it up because it was only like 20 bucks that weekend but I'm like nah I, I, like I got so many games coming I'm gonna pass but, but, but I can I'm see saying myself is buying there's it a lot of like multiplayer centric four player you know but here's the thing it's not multiplayer centric you can play the whole damn game by yourself and have a blast like you don't have to have anybody else playing with you now our good buddy Eddie V Edward from World One One Podcast came in the optional opinion podcast. an optional opinion who we love to death he played with me Friday night him and one of his buddies now don't get me wrong 100 times better when the three of us played together. Like, it, way more fun. But yeah. I had a ton of fun playing it by myself. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got options. Well, the, the reason I ask is because there's some games, you know, like 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 uh, The Division that's dropped off and Evolve dropped, never even really got started. Yeah. Well, Division's things... biggest downfall was, like, you played through basically the single-player portion. Then all that was left was the P versus E portion, which or the P versus P portion, where you had to play with other people. This, there's not one single part of this game you have to play with another person. 
can if you want to, but you don't have to. And I think that that's what's going to make this game leaps and bounds better than the other. Because it was like, when I was playing, I was like, my God, man, why has nobody thought of this before? Basically make a Grand Theft Auto military game, which is exactly what it is. It's like a huge Grand Theft, because the map is massive. Um, like, I only got in two parts, and I don't even think it's a fourth of what the map is. But you're it's playing huge. against... Um you're not playing against other people, though. You're playing against. Uh, yeah, you're playing against AI. Right. Yeah. So there's not a there's not a P versus P mode that you. No, know there's of. no P versus P mode. I don't think there's. I mean, there may be on the, the content they add later because that was the reason why. Um, with Ubisoft games lately, they've been doing this new thing called the Gold Edition, where they give you the season pass with it. And I went ahead and got the Gold Edition because they said they're going to add like two more expansions to the map with the season pass and I'm like I want that so yeah. I was like I went ahead and got that so I'm like cool um cause I'm like I said I loved it so much literally the next day and big shout out to our boy Sean from Grapple Maniacs hooking a brother up and helping me out on that cause uh, I'm not gonna get the full story here on the show but he helped me out a lot making sure I could get it and get it on time and everything so I'm gonna be getting it hopefully as this episode drops today um you know from Amazon which is super duper dope um but I'm, I'm, dude, I'm digging it. It's the game's awesome. It's really open world, and it's what I like is it's a lot of fun, and it's, it's, it's serious and it's intense, but it's not crazy. Like one of the first things I did with the truck is I said, let me see how far I can roll this bitch down a hill. I went completely down a hill, flipped that bitch like a dozen times, never died, and I'm like, this is awesome. Like so, That's I'm like off roading and doing all kinds of crazy shit because yeah. it's not like that crazy now when you get in firefights they're intense and like yeah. you got to be more careful you can't just be like rambo and run into right. a firefight and not have your squad with you but what i like is and i think what helps it out a lot with the single player is if you get shot you go down and you're in a down position but one of your teammates can revive you so like and that's so what's like left for dead a little bit yeah now the only bad news is they can only revive you once so if you get killed a second time then you got to restart that mission again. But, like, the checkpoint system was good. Um, the whole, like, I liked how I didn't have to constantly save. It pretty much saves itself. How many itself. hours did you put in on, on this? I mean, this seems like you four played a lot. Thursday, probably five Friday, and another four. So I probably put in, like, so almost this, 20 this hours. Is a it was a big-ass beta. Like, yeah. for a beta, I was like, holy shit, this is big. Because, like, they gave you a big chunk of the game. That's why. And big, big props to Ubisoft. They dropped it on Wednesday, even though you couldn't play it till Friday, so you could pre-download it. So Wednesday night, oh, I, nice. I just popped it in. I got it started downloading. I watched, you know, Arrow and Flash and, you know, Legends of Tomorrow. I watched all my CWDC shows, kind of busted them out. And I was like, oh, okay, it's good to go. Turned the machine off. And then as soon as I got home from work on Thursday, they had unlocked it. Because once you installed it and you hit, like, hit A to play... It, w it showed a countdown timer, and they're like, X amount of time till it goes live. And then once it went live, you could just jump right in. But it was really cool. Uh, my only complaint, if I had one, would be they start your guy. You have a pistol, and you have two assault rifles, right? Like your basic standard, like, any video game assault rifle. Well, to get, like, the sniper rifle and to get, like, the heavy machine gun, you had to find it. So, like, if I was in a level where it probably would have been better to have, like, a sniper rifle to shoot something, I didn't have it until I found it in the world. But 
you know, you'd go get Intel and you would go hack these computers and it would pop more stuff up on your map. Right. And like one of the things I hacked was the gun Intel and it showed me where all the guns were. But what I like is also because there's no store in there. So there's no store right. where you can go and trade and buy new stuff. You have to find it. So I found the gun, but then it also labeled parts where there was gun parts. So I'd go and I'd open a case and like, okay, it gave this weapon a new scope or it gave this gun like a better handle so it'd hold better or, you know, a butt on the gun or a, a, a longer muzzle so it could shoot farther. Like it gave you stuff, but the only downside of that is you got to go find it. And nine times out of ten, wherever they're at is usually – it might not be a big outpost, but it was, like, at least a minor outpost. So there'd be, like, five or six guys guarding it. So you'd have to go and kill them and get it. But, like, the whole – the system was cool. Uh, the fast travel system is great. The the driving is pretty good. I'm not going to say it's great, It's it's but it's better than okay. Yeah. Um, especially for the helicopters. Helicopters, they made them super easy to fly, which I appreciate. Because some games you fly the helicopter, and it's just, just a – cluster fuck yep so um so that was cool and then the cool thing was like i found helicopters that had like guns and shit on them nice. so then you could like shoot the guns or one had a missile launcher on it and what i'm really excited about because they showed it in the trailer and i'm hoping it's in the game is there's there's boats in the game and i did try the boats but i never found one with guns on it but there was some they showed in the trailer that had like a gun mount on it so when yeah. your guys could get on it because later in the game i got a truck and it had a big like minigun on top so one of my guys got on the uh minigun and just started like when we ran into the mission he's like and we got an apc at one point and it had like a cannon on it and he's like shooting the the cannon i'm like okay this is cool um so that's a lot of fun i loved it um i'm super I, i tell you what that's the game i'm probably gonna like really sink my teeth into like i'm a loving horizon zero dawn but that's well yeah yeah it's a really good game. Yeah. Th- but th- but this one, Ghost Recon, is a little bit different. Oh, yeah. But I, I think that this is the one I'm going to sink my teeth into more than... I mean, I, I love uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, but I can tell you once Ghost Recon gets to the house, it's probably not going to leave my machine for a while. Right. And it's probably what I'm going to spend a lot of time playing just because that's the stuff I like. Like, I like the military shooters. I like the... And I like this one because there's a lot of, like... Do you want to just go in guns blazing, or do you want to pull out your drone, and you've got, like, a little drone that flies around that'll mark where all the enemies are, and it's like, oh, do you want to stink around and stealth kill stuff? It probably, because I haven't played Metal Gear Solid Five yet, I think it's got a lot of Metal Gear Solid Five in it. That's what people are saying, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, that I could see, because Metal Gear Solid Five was, like, an open world, and you could kind of do things the way you want and play it how you wanted. And this has a lot of those kind of features to it. The only thing I'm a little worried about, I think the story is going to be a little kind of paint by numbers. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, so far the story has not been very deep. It's like, oh, go kill this guy. And then you'll find out about the bad guy and, like, why you got to kill him and stuff. But, like, your character is very paint by numbers. Like, they don't tell you much about her and they don't tell you much about your squad. Like, they'll make jokes to each other and you hear like some story stuff when you're running around them talking to each other, but not like, you know, say a horizon zero dawn, which has got a very deep story while you're playing it. Right. But for me, I just, it's one of those games for me, which is going to be fun. Like on Friday night when I want to come home and play for like three or four hours and just shoot some stuff, I can and just have a good time and with buddies. Cause you can play with your friends, which is nice. Yeah. So definitely that's coming out. When is that coming out? That's going to be today. If we're dropping this Tuesday. Right. So it, it came out today, the full game. So right. I definitely 
recommend going and checking it out. It, I'm, I'm had an amazing time with the beta, and literally after, literally only the first night, Thursday night I played the beta. Friday I bought it, so I loved it that much. Like I didn't it even play that much. Yeah, yeah, like as soon as I played it, I'm like sold. So I went, and not even did I buy it. I bought the hundred dollar one with the season pass and everything. Right. So I'm like, I'm gonna blog a bunch of time in this game. So I went ahead and just said, screw it. Let's lock it down and let's do it. So I want to ask you, where's your uh, progression with your other games? Because you were for a hot minute, you were like bukkaking games, like you were like Mad Max, and you were you were playing Mad like, Max. I played, I dug it, I had fun with it. Um, I played like three or four hours. It's just it's another open world game, and the problem is open world games take so long because I mean they're you know twenty to forty hour games. So I I played a little bit, and I'm like ah, I'm just gonna shelve this for a while. And then I got the Halo Wars 2, which I liked. How I is that? How was that? We haven't really talked about it on the show. It's fun. Uh, I like it. Um, you can definitely see when you play it, though, how it's hindered not being on a PC. Because when you've got a real-time strategy game, now, they do a great job of mapping the controller to make you handle everything. But I could tell, like, I think if you had a, a PC, mouse and a key, it'd keyboard, it'd be easier. Well, because it's an RTS, right? It's an RTS, yeah. It's it's basically Command & Conquer with a Halo skin is all right. it is. But the story so far is pretty good. I, I, I like it because it picks right off kind of after Halo Wars 1, which was cool because I got the Collector's Edition, which also came with the Season Pass. But as a bonus, they gave me the Deluxe Edition of Halo Wars 1, which is supposed to be, like, up and playable on the right. Xbox One, which looks cool. I touched yet um, so how many hours have you put into halo like four or five nothing okay. crazy like because i like it but it two things one it's one of those games where you got to think about and for me like halo wars isn't a game that i can turn on and play for an hour like i need two or three hours to play it because some of the missions like i think i'm only on the third or fourth mission but like they'll that mission might take you two hours to be right. now the good thing is you can save as you go along yeah. and it auto saves for you because that was the thing. I played this one mission. I think it was a second or third one. I forgot to save. And then I got my ass whooped. And I'm like, fuck. If I got to start this from the beginning, I'm going to bed. And then it came back on. It literally was only maybe 10 minutes before I got, like, ambushed. Right. So I was like, oh, okay. So then I knew what to do and right. did it differently and beat the mission. But I was like, at least it's smart enough to save for you. Which... And I'm going to ask you this, kind of circle back around a little bit. With Horizon Zero Dawn, it looked like it auto-saved for you, like, every so often. Like, you don't have to just save at the little campfires. I think it auto-saves yeah, I think it auto-saves at certain points. And like then, uh, I, I always just, just, just in case, I always just save at the fires. Well, so. I always save at the fires, but what I did is I was just doing the quick save at the fires. Yeah. And then, like, when I got done for the night, I made a manual save. Perfect. Yeah, so you should be fine. Then I, then I, because I always like to have a quick save, but a manual save is a backup just in case that quick save gets corrupted. You've got one yeah. to kind of bounce back to. Yeah. So um, I did that, but no, Halo Wars Two. It's fun, and I'm not knocking. Well, my, it. my just, reason why I'm bringing this up is because uh, I noticed that you've been bouncing around a lot, and I was just yeah. curious to so like, are you going to go back to these games later? At I'm going to go back to Mad Max probably later, and probably Halo Wars later. What else have you been playing? You've been playing. Um, um, you beat XCOM. No, well, no, XCOM beat me. Okay. I got, like, right down to, like, because here's the thing. Like, XCOM, it's almost like a strategy board game. Yeah. So once you get down to the end, towards the end game, like, if you're not doing certain things quick enough, the game beats you. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to start over from the beginning again and, like, just completely start from scratch. And I did that for an hour or two, and I just, 
I was getting so pissed off with it. I'm like, I'm just, I'm gonna shelve this. I'm gonna come back like in a month or two when I'm more relaxed and yeah. calm. Because sure. I was, because I'd I'd put like 20, 30 hours in XCOM, and yeah. at that point, like it with XCOM, two things. One, you only get so well. I shouldn't say you only get so many saves. I think I had like fifty saves, and finally it was like, fuck, you don't have nothing. You know, no more. Fifty saves is enough. Get your <laughs> shit together. So, you know, it wasn't their fault, but it was like yeah. I was like, okay, well, I'm done with this. So, yeah. but I'll, I'll go back to that. I still haven't played any of my 2K wrestling that I got this year. Right. Um, Call of Duty. I literally only play Call of Duty. Play multiplayer, and it's usually like. Either it's a Friday night, and I just want to, like, drink some beers and, like, play some multiplayer shooter like I don't want to think, or it's like I only got, like, an hour to play, okay. and then I'll pop it in and play some multiplayer. And then how, how about Titanfall? Titanfall, I ain't touched it in a minute, man. Like, I just... But you see why I'm asking this yeah, question. Yeah. There's well, a lot no, that because you have a, I was, your backlog I was, playing, is... I was playing Titanfall, and I was doing what you said, because I talked to you and Edward, and you both were like, listen, bro, you're actually, like, probably only got three or four hours left to the single player. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'll go and finish that. And then I got this part where you're moving all these cranes and shit around, and you had to do all these crazy, like, jump off this wall and that right, wall. It, right. it almost became more of a puzzle than a shooting right. game. And I'm sorry. I don't like puzzles in my shooters. Like, don't – if it's a first-person shooter, I don't want puzzles. I just want to kill shit. Like, I don't – like, right. I'm not trying to think. Well, I think that's what Titanfall wanted – is trying to do. It doesn't want to just be a shooter. I it think. doesn't want to be the dude brawl Call of Duty, right. which I get, but – I like the dude bro call. But did you play? We played the online for a hot minute in the beginning, and then I haven't seen you on the online in a long time. I haven't touched it, man. And to be honest, there for a hot minute, and this is just something for our listeners out there, and they might be able to relate. I get with video games really hot and really cold, like ADD. Uh, yeah, like it. video game ADD. Like I'll be like, all I want to do is play video games, and then I'll be like, I know I want to watch TV and. But Netflix, you know what I mean? Like, I just want to sit on the couch and not think and just, like, watch TV. And right. I did that because I was, like, binge-watching some stuff, and I was busting some stuff out on my DVR. And then I got sick for a couple weeks, and I didn't play, and I was watching a lot of, like, Netflix and DVR shows and, like, cleaning my DVR box out. And so for a hot minute, it was that. And then me and you both had gotten so busy with the show right. that it was like I didn't have much time for anything. And now that hopefully – you know, I've got this weekend coming up. And but then, your main yeah. game right now that you want to play uh, is going to be Wildlands. Oh, for sure. And then Tuesday. you'll go back to Horizon after yeah. that. And actually, I'm, my goal is this weekend, the weekend that we're taping, which is the first weekend of March, like, I don't have anything planned. So my plan is, well, take that back. Tomorrow I'm going to see Logan, which I'm excited about. And then The Wolverine movie. Wolverine Not movie. my son, because yeah. he's already here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, saw him already. Yeah. Um, going to go see that one, boys. And then... Like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I just plan to like just go hog wild on Horizon Zero Dawn, and then next week I'll probably shelve that and just do Ghost Recon. But the cool thing is, like I know they're both open world games, so this can sound really dumb, but I feel like because I like to sometimes have games where I can bounce between. Like I'm playing this game, and then I can bounce over to this game. I feel like those are the two I can bounce between. So like if I get into Ghost Recon and I hit a hard spot where I'm like. I'm hitting a wall. I need to just walk away from it and yeah. think about it. Then I can jump over to Horizon Zero Dawn. Sure. The other thing, too, is I've got them on two different systems. Event Horizon's on the PS4. Um, Ghost Recon I bought for my Xbox. So, like, 
I can kind of bounce around and have a good time and not you know yeah. not think about it. Real well, hard. I was playing uh, Final Fantasy 15 pretty hot and heavy, and then uh, really like it. I have it on the Xbox One. Um, really, really enjoying it. Combat stories, awesome. And then now it's like now that uh, Horizon Zero Dawn came out, I'm gonna shelve Final Fantasy 15 because it's very tough for me to like play. Like when I was younger, I could play like four or five games at one time be fine you know flip bounce around but this is like i have to focus my time on one um especially the older i've gotten so i'm now i'm just going to devote i'm going to just beat the same thing happened with uh uncharted 4 and when i got uncharted 4 that's all i played I, until i beat it so the same thing's going to happen with horizon zero dawn i'm going to go through it and i'm going to beat it and uh once i'm done with horizon zero dawn i'll go back to final fantasy 15 because final fantasy 15 uh, it's definitely going to require a lot more time to beat. So I was like, you know what? I'll just shell Final Fantasy 15 for a little bit and beat Horizon Zero Dawn, then go back to Final Fantasy 15. So. Yeah. And then obviously, if you want to play it when I'm done with 15. Yeah, I may. Because I, I think I you'd really like it. I, I think you'd really like it. I think it. I would too. And I think, like. It's more action oriented and it's good. And it's kind of an open world game, kind of like a Grand Theft Auto. So I think it's, fun. it's more really user friendly. Like, because it'll technically be my first Final Fantasy game. Well, it's what it says yeah. in the very beginning of the credits. This is for fans of Final Fantasy and first-time fans. So it's kind of... It, it's yeah. it's really well designed where it's like, if you love Final Fantasy already, you have all the Easter eggs and little yeah. things. But if you've not really played much of it, yeah. then you can go into it and you know have a really good time. So nice. I'll let you borrow it when, when I'm done with it. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm playing. I'm, my main goal is just go beat Horizon Zero Dawn and then I'll go back to Final Fantasy. And then... Uh, obviously, uh, as of taping, uh, Breath of the Wild has already come out. So, yeah. like, I, I'm actually debating on just getting it for the Wii U because um, I don't know when I'm getting my Switch. Yeah. Uh, I, I, we don't know right now. As of taping, maybe they're super easy to get in stores. Maybe they are. I, but can, we don't I, I know. One piece of advice. Sure. Okay. If I were you, you've got Horizon Zero Dawn that's eating up your time, and you've got Final Fantasy 15 you want to go back to, I would say just wait on Zelda until you can get a Switch. Because, I mean, it'll take you, what, a month, two months to beat those games? I think in two months you might be able to go get one. And at that point you still can't find a Switch? All right, then go get it for the Wii U. But I'm right. just saying, I think you would much rather have it for the Wii U because, trust me, if you get a Wii U, there's nothing else to play but Breath you of the Wild. You mean if you get a Switch? Mean. Yeah, if you get a Switch. Yeah. So that's why, I like, now I don't have the option like you do to get the Wii U, but, like, I'm not gonna get it until I can walk in a store and get it. In the first game, I'm gonna get Zelda, so I wouldn't want to ruin that experience. And with you, think about it. The only other game you're gonna be able to get anytime soon you want to play is Mario Kart, which you already have on the Wii U. That's true. So I mean, why not? Why spoil that for yourself? Just right. wait and get it when you get the machine. Yep. I mean, that's my opinion. So. Speaking of Florence and the machine, yeah. they're in Final Fantasy 15. Oh, they are? Yeah, they do a couple tracks. Oh, that's cool. So, there you yeah. go. <laughs> Just bring it down. Uh, but uh, anyways, uh, so that's pretty much like what we're playing and, you know, the new games we wanted to, like I said, we, we wanted to do a little preview of Horizon Zero Dawn and Yeah, and we've been a little interview heavy, so we yep. want to get back to just yep. the two of us talking about games for a little bit, just yep. to kind of bring that on back. How do people find us on the internet, You can Deuce? find us at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine. Also, you can send us your emails for Show at gmail.com. Also, don't forget your senior questions for Buck, the Mega Buck from Retro Game Treasure. We are going to the Mega Buck Retro Game Treasure Compound right around the corner and there's nothing I'd be happier to take with me than a whole 
just envelope full of questions for them. So make sure you send us those questions in the mailbag. Also, you can find us at facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. And if you like this episode, you're probably going to love our older episodes. And you can find all of them at soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast. Also, when they're on your Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags. Hashtag happy hour podcast. Hashtag HH podcast show. And hashtag deuces on the loose. Later. See ya.